Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy. I'll be your host, also one of the founders of Array Digital. We help law firms grow with digital marketing. Today, I have an awesome guest who is an expert at podcasting. He's going to share a lot with us today on how you, as a law firm or attorney, can use a podcast to your advantage, different ways you can use it, the benefits. So we're going to dive in deep here, learn about podcasting with Danny. So Danny, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Kevin, for having me. Me and Danny connected a little bit back, reached out and you know, we're fellow podcasters, if you will. I have a couple of podcast shows and Danny really into podcasting. So tell me about yourself, uh, what you do, where you're from and give us the intro. Sure. Well, I growing up always wanted to be a musician. So typical, like started out in middle school, high school, did all that stuff. I even went to college, probably see my drums back there. I was a drummer, a singer. I wanted to get a degree in music though. So I actually went and got a degree in music education and then even went so far as to get a degree, a master's degree in conducting. Um, So I actually spent about 10 years working in the nonprofit arts world um, in Washington, DC, working at the Kennedy Center, working at the National Cathedral. And did that up until about 2008 when my first child was born. She had uh, suffered a, a brain injury at birth and had some medical issues because of it. What that led to was it meant that either my wife or I were going to need some flexibility to be home, to be able to go to appointments and things like that. And so I was the one that was more flexible and had the job where I could leave and make a better situation starting a business from home. And that's what I did. So I first had to think about what do I know? What could I do? What could I start a business from home doing? And it occurred to me that I knew recording. I'd recorded in bands that I was in. I'd recorded, uh, like in college, I was in acapella groups and things like that. And that was right about the time that acapella was having this resurgence in pop culture and it was getting really popular. So I started a recording studio out of my house where I would record acapella groups, college acapella groups, professional acapella groups. I would travel to record them. And I grew that business to the point where we moved to Nashville. I had a recording studio in Nashville. Things were looking pretty good, but I started to get a little frustrated with that business and how it was kind of hard to be consistent with revenue. You know, musicians don't know how to budget. Projects take a year (laughs) and a half, things like that. And it just got annoying. So I wanted to diversify and and I'd been listening to podcasts like yours or others that, that talk to entrepreneurs and how to build your business and how to grow your business. And I enjoyed a lot of them, but I started to notice that they didn't sound that great. <laughs> They're really helping me. So You're I probably talking about mine. That's okay. No, no, yours sounds great. <laughs> but I reached out to a few of them and I was like, hey, you are really helping me, but your sound is horrible. Like, please let me help you. I'll do it for free. And so I just started helping a few podcasters and I was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. I could do this and add this to my business. And so then it was like I was charging $40 an episode and just doing whatever I could. And then some of the clients said, hey, could you do this for us? Could you write show notes? Could you help us with our website? Could you do this? Could Oh, we need a social media person. And so 
over about six or seven years, that business grew into what we did full time. And now I run Emerald City Productions. I have a team of over 12 people, editors, copywriters, developers, designers, who we are helping close to 40 podcasters each week launch, build, and grow their podcast. And we particularly, and part of the reason I'm here, we work with a lot of professional service providers. So we work with a lot of law firms, accounting firms, healthcare practices, therapists, coaches, consultants, things like that that are using podcasting as part of their content marketing strategy to grow their businesses. Yeah, that's awesome. So everyone, just if you're watching right now, tune it in. If you're on podcast on your, on your vehicle or on audio, it's emeraldcitypro.com. So it's emeraldcitypro.com. If not, so they bought your screen. So uh, check Danny out, check out his company, see what they're all about. You'll be able to see some of the podcasts that they've helped with and plenty of examples you can check out and maybe find some good podcasts to tune into as well. Especially from the legal ones, you can, you know, if you're an attorney looking to see why should you do a podcast, how can it help you? And we're going to get into some of that here in a minute, uh, but you can see some examples of ones that, that he's actually helped produce. So that's a pretty cool story. So, you know, for me, podcasting just became like this first, it was just a sounding board for my business and what I was learning or failing at or doing good or doing well, whatever it may be. And just a way to get a message out there to my team internally, as well as just other entrepreneurs in the space. So it was really how we started. But this podcast here, the Managed Partners Podcast has been just amazing for us because we're in this space. We all work with law firms and I get to talk to attorneys all day, uh, which one prospects, right? So I'm very transparent about that. I might meet an attorney that needs our help. Um, but then I also get to learn firsthand by asking questions on how they're learning or running their business, how they're growing, what's working, what's not, and every firm's different. So it's a big learning experience for myself, which then I can take to my team to say, hey, I just learned this today or watch this episode about how this one firm's crushing it over here and are doing something unique, right? Yeah. And I love it when I have a, a guest on and it's rare. And this is why it's good to have you on the show. When I find an attorney who has their own podcast and they've done something successful with it. I think mm -hmm. plenty have told me that they want to do one or they've tried to do one or they have one, but the success stories that I've heard where they're just like doing something unique with it is interesting. And I think that's, you know, what we want to share with the attorneys that are listening today is sure. on this show is how you can be successful with it, how you can apply it and how it can stem from, from that one piece of content onto uh, a lot of other things. So, yeah. so let's get into, you know, really, if someone's looking to get started with a podcast, they run a law firm, they think the law firm might need it, they're not sure, let's get into kind of where they would start and, you know, how to, and I got some questions here that Danny prompted me sure. for, so I'm going to go through those. So uh, one is how to build a relationship of trust with a listener. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to for, uh, and, and I'm not, I mean, I know law firms out there they are hearing about this stuff all the time. They're hearing about marketing strategies. The legal industry in particular has been marketing themselves in many different ways for a long time now, right? But that's what it comes down to with podcasting is that it's about building trust with potential clients. You, you, know, you think about when people need a lawyer, whether they need a personal injury lawyer or whether they need an estate lawyer or whether they need a business lawyer, Generally, something is happening that is a big deal. It might be scary. It might be something that is impacting them immediately and is an emergency type of thing. Or in general, they might just be very interested in protecting themselves. So this is a significant thing. Mm -hmm. And 
working with a lawyer, you have to trust them. You have to trust that this isn't just somebody that you saw on a billboard that's, you know, telling people how many millions they've gotten for other clients and things like that. So the podcast is this space where you have an opportunity and you mentioned this before you have the opportunity to be yourself, share who you are, share what you do, share what it's like to work with you. And that's where that trust is built. If you're a lawyer and you're listening to this podcast now, and you probably, and you and your team listen to other podcasts, you likely have already noticed that when you listen to those shows, you feel like the host that you're listening to is kind of a friend. You're familiar with them, right? You've spent a lot of time with them. And I joke all the time about, you know, I don't listen to all the podcasts that we work on because I have team members who are working on these things and I have quality control people and operations people that are in charge of that stuff. But I still listen to six or seven shows a week and that's the average podcast listener. You know, they're subscribing to six different podcasts and they may yeah. spend an hour a day listening to podcasts when they're commuting. That's more time than I get to spend talking with my wife. You know, like your, your partner, your closest friends, you often don't spend that much time with them anymore. And so the podcast host has become that friend. There was actually a study um, released earlier this year. I, I forget what psychological journal released it, but it was a study about how podcast listeners actually feel like they belong to something. They feel less lonely than people who don't listen to podcasts. And that's a big topic right now of how lonely everybody is, right? Well, podcast listeners aren't because they feel like they have a group of friends, even though they aren't friends with that person in person. So that's the biggest effect for law firms, practices, lawyers, that whether you're a solo or a small law firm or a big or a corporate law firm, you have the opportunity to connect with people before they need you. You mentioned an example of some clients who've gone on your site, know they need your services. <laughs> they went and they listened to a podcast. And they felt like they knew you enough. And that by that time, that was like, oh, yeah, I need to go work with Kevin. I had just that, this past week, literally. Yeah, just that past yeah. week. Like, I had that happen to me. I'm in central Florida here and we have solar panels. And I needed to find a company to install solar panels. And just like lawyers, there's hundreds of thousands of companies in the central Florida area that install solar panels. Maybe I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's probably tens of thousands, but they'll put anybody will put solar panels on your house. So, who do you trust? Who knows what they're talking about? Who's using the best stuff? Who's not using crap? Who's not using stuff that's way too expensive because it has a higher profit margin or things like that? So, you know, I picked a few that were reviewed on well on Google My Business and I talked to them and I had in-person conversations with them and I chose the person that I trusted the most after the in-person conversations. But I might not have even had to do that if they'd had 10 episodes of their podcast on their site, you know, things like that. I would have gotten the chance to hear what the owner sounded like and what they believed in and what they were, you know, the, the details that they were sharing with me. That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. If you're going to invest in creating some type of content marketing, and in my experience as lawyers, most of them like to talk and talking <laughs> is the easiest thing for them, right? They're used to dictating things. That's how they work. They're not writing every document. They're, you know, they're dictating it and they're giving it to a paralegal or they're using some of the, you know, technology that they have to generate forms and things like that. But it's easy for them to talk. And so why not create content marketing where all you have to do is talk? No, 100%. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021.
Yeah, I don't know how many examples I could have where the podcast or the video version of this or the audio, whatever version of it has led to clients or connections where, and they'll mention it. Hey, I've, I feel like I know you or, right. you know, and they'll even say like, I know it might seem weird, but I feel like I've, I know who you are and I've been listening to your stuff for a year or whatever. I had a client who is a therapist and she's, <laughs> you know, she's in North Carolina, based in North Carolina. She went on vacation to Spain with her family and somebody you know, in the, somebody had a headache and she needed to go to the local pharmacy to get some ibuprofen or something like that. And she walked in the door and the lady behind the counter was like, oh my gosh, you're Michelle. I listened to your podcast. Like she was an expat that had, you know, moved there and discovered the podcast and had been listening for a couple of years and never thought like she acted like she knew this, knew the host, like she knew all about her. She knew all about her vacation. She never like thought the lady would walk into her drugstore, but like she was there and, and that type of thing happens all the time. Well, yeah, I think for, um, you know, attorneys, there's, there's tons of attorneys in in your market. Right. And they're all trying to say the same things and marketing the same places. And yeah, you know, all of them, have, you all have websites, you know, I'm talking to you, uh, you all have a website, you all have maybe a billboard or other mm-hmm. medias that you're doing. You have social media accounts, you have all that stuff, right. And SEO, like that's a big thing that we do, but once you engage that person or say they do do a search and they find you, what puts you over the edge? What's going to make them choose you? That's another way too, is if I had a, a law firm that I spoke with the other day that found us via search, but didn't actually do a, uh, set up a meeting with me until he saw a few podcast episodes. He wasn't convinced yet, but mm-hmm. that put him over the edge. So I think there's a lot of applications for this. It's great for FAQs. It's great for, you know, if an attorney sit down, have a couple of questions that you'd, you'd answer for an, a client. And there's an episode each p- potentially. Just answer it, be natural and confident, and then they can see what it's like to work with you. Yeah. Just hearing your voice alone can have that, that connection point where they're like, okay, I, I like this firm. I like this attorney. Um, and so it can do a lot yeah. just having that human, just sound of the voice. Definitely. And like, I think a lot of times people who are experts in something, think that whatever they are an expert at is too boring to be interesting (laughs) to someone else. But it's not too boring if someone needs information about that thing. And for lawyers, people are coming to you because they need your expertise. Mm -hmm. We find now that like, you know, I think the stat, the last time it was studied by Edison Research is 74% or no, this was Nielsen. 74% of people listening to podcasts are there to learn new things. So they are using Google, they are using podcast search engines in the, in the apps to find answers to questions, just like they're going on YouTube as well. And you can put your podcast on YouTube as well. They're going there to get those answers. So it's not too boring. And like you said, you can talk about your area of expertise. And we were going to answer like, what should a podcast from a lawyer be like? Well, there's a lot of different things. You can talk about your expertise. You can be like, first of all, you could be a thought leader in your practice area by having a podcast and generate refer- referral sources with other lawyers who are wanting to learn about what you know and maybe you're the best at. Or, you know, I know a lot of lawyers that are the small town lawyer. They're the, you know, smaller town. They're the lawyer that's out in the suburbs of a, a major city where 
maybe they're the only estate lawyer in that little area. But talking about estate law for, you know, every week or every other week would get old pretty quickly. Things don't change too often. They don't have that many updates where like I have another lawyer. She's an immigration lawyer and stuff is changing all the time. So she's (laughs) talking to the industry that she serves and updating them all the time. So like a weekly episode is great for her. But that small town lawyer, they might want to be the tourism board for their town or the digital mayor, the unofficial tourism board where they talk about the, that area. Cause likely if they're in a small town, they probably grew up there. They know a lot about the area. People that are new to the area want to know more, but they can work with local businesses to help benefit them. They can take the place of the small town newspaper that went out of business, you know, 15 years ago. Now they can replace Yelp, all those types of things. And by doing that, they're now the lawyer that everybody knows in that town. And more people like I had a huge client yeah. for a while that was in a small town in Louisiana that had 10,000 people living in the town. And on his Facebook page for his podcast, he had a thousand members. So he had like 10% of the population of the town <laughs> following him, his podcast on Facebook and listening to it. I mean, he was hitting, you know, download numbers like that. So you can do that. You can. That's a cool example. I'm not really thought about that one. Yeah. Like much you before. Can, if you're, you can take a spin on that. And like, if you're a business lawyer, but you really, a lot of lawyers only work with, they're certified to work in Maine, for instance, or something like that. Maine and, yeah. and Massachusetts, because they're connected. Well, they could do a business law podcast that has the words, we're talking SEO here, of the geographic area they represent. And now they are finding the businesses that are searching for business answers or need the help of a business lawyer specific to that area because they're dealing with local ordinances or state laws and things like that. State lawyers the same way. You're dealing with different localities that have different rules and different probate courts. And like, I, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know all the words, but you know, like, I know enough. I'm not a lawyer either, but yeah, you can, you can do that. I know one example of if you got into your area of law, because something in your personal life led you to go into that area of law. Like a specific example I know of is there's the lady who she's a special needs mom. And that led her to specialize in special needs law, like trusts and issues and going, you know, after hospitals cause birth injuries and things like that. I hear Um, these stories all the time, by the way, from lawyers. That's how they got there. Yeah. She started a podcast to help special needs parents. And they talk about special needs stuff all the time. But it's kind of like that tourism thing. She just happens to be a lawyer that's talking about it. And then when people need her help, they know of her. She's the special needs lawyer that they go to. And if she's too busy, she has a network of people and can refer to them. So there's all different ways to use podcasts. Basically, any idea for a podcast that you see being used in any other industry, you could do it in the legal industry. Accountants can do like financial services. All these types of people can do the same types of ideas just focused on their area of expertise, their industry, their geographic region, et cetera. No, I I mean, there's so many ideas on how to apply it. And I like the small town Mm -hmm. example, uh, because a lot of attorneys I know, some of them, they only focus, not just state, they can practice the whole state, but they're like, well, I really focus on this one city or this one area, because then they have to travel to different courts and they might not have ever, there's county courts. So I love that idea. That's something that you you can literally just be like, you know what? I'm the expert in this area and claim it in the podcast world. Most likely there's a lot of room for you to jump in and, and become that. It's almost like writing a book. I wrote the book on it. Well, yeah. I have the podcast on it 
And to, so think about where your, what your practice area is, where your location is. Especially if you're a nationally focused firm, it makes 100% sense mm-hmm. to do something like that. But yeah, so it doesn't even have to be about yeah. law specific. If you, you own it, you coin it, and it's in your city, and yeah. you're the lawyer, you're the resource to go to. And, uh-huh. and you can drop that in there. Hey, by the way, if anyone needs any help with you know business law, hit me up. I'll help, uh, I want to help you out. So let's talk about some like the content. Mm-hmm. So we already know the benefits, just having a podcast, mm-hmm. trust, building that connection, being the go-to person in that space. But now let's talk about once the podcast is recorded, what's the other opportunity? So the content that we can get and repurpose and, and spread out there. Yeah. So, you know, besides the standard, just leads come in because you've got content, like we already talked about people check it, you know, need your help. And they find you have a podcast, they listen to you, they like you, and they come that way. Or they go to the search engine and they find this content and they'd rather listen to a 20-minute episode than read a 500, 700, 1,000-word blog. They're going to listen to it in the car. It's more convenient, things like that. You can do certain things like, you know, I'm sure you talk with clients all the time about having lead magnets and things like that, downloadable things that get people on your email list. Well, if you have a podcast, you can talk about those things, ways of generating leads or getting the information just by having that content out there. So it's it's pretty simple in terms of if you know if you're a business lawyer and you have a standard checklist that people should go through for business health or an estate lawyer and you know someone is thinking about they don't have a will or they don't have a living trust or something like that or they need an AMA, you know, like what are the 10 things that you need to be thinking about before you hire an estate lawyer, like when you're developing these documents. Easily, you could put that out there. You have it for free. You you can have tracking links that specifically associated with the podcast so you can see who's downloading it through there. Then you have them on your email list. You can send them a weekly newsletter. You can stay in front of them in other ways. And, you know, maybe it's a month from now, a week from now, maybe it's a year from now. They need your services or they have a friend that needs your services. They know who to go to. But something you said, even before you asked the question, you talked about how like <laughs> podcasts are kind of like having the book. Like you wrote a book. Lawyers have been told for a while, yeah, you write a book. Like if you have a book, people then trust you even more. Well, it's the same thing with a podcast for sure. Yeah. But it started me thinking about what you just asked with the, the repurposing question is that when you record a 20 minute podcast and you do that every week or maybe you're you know like to talk and you're doing 50 minutes every week or every other week that's a lot of words that's a lot of content and for one if you don't like the idea of writing a book there are ghostwriters out there that could take a few months you give them an outline you say hey check out these episodes you could even create an outline and plan your podcast around that outline vice versa we've also had people who are launching books use a podcast to build up an audience ahead of the book launch to help with the book launch. But something that we do and I recommend for anyone that's creating a podcast or I recommend for anyone that needs to do marketing is to have a podcast, have long form content is that when you do that, you can turn that long form content into a lot of other things. I'll start like, here's what we recommend for our clients at Emerald City Productions. You start like Kevin here where you're recording with video. You don't have to be as fancy and use StreamYard like this where you have logos and, you know, I forget what the crawl at the bottom and- A little and ticker. Handles yeah. and all that sort of stuff. 
that you have like that's cool but you can just record on zoom like you can record speaker view on zoom and have the video of the people talking and you can have separate tracks and by doing that I mean, you can go live if you want like doing that you start out with you've got video you've got audio recorded maybe you even went live on linkedin or facebook or whatever and you might pick up some people listening live and they can ask questions and you've got extra content you can answer those questions and you can interact with people and then more people get to see how you interact with people. Um, you mentioned the idea early on of like, have clients on, have people who you've worked with on and work with them live, like in a way that you can in terms of compliance, but so that they can see what it's like to work with you. But yeah. if you start that way with the long form content and you've got a video recorded, like what we do, we take the audio from the video and we turn that into the podcast episode. So we produce that for people. And then we write show notes from that and we write emails and we write blog posts and we write social media posts and we pull that from the transcript of the audio. And I'm, I'm saying like, you work with us, we do that for you. You can also have virtual assistants. You can have your paralegal working on these things as well. <laughs> You've got that, the audio to then generate the episode and then a lot of copy. You can take the video and now you also can cut out an Instagram reel or a TikTok from that and create that with templates. We do graphic templates for all of our clients to create a bunch of different social media things, including vertical video for those types of things, for Instagram stories, whatever. Like I said, we're also taking the copy and you know sending out emails to your list. So we're nurturing the list. We have taken the content, uh, like one of the things we do for some of our clients is and so this is like weekly we're doing this for every episode so you've got all this content all of the social media all of this marketing that's going out we have a package called the executive package we're also creating that lead magnet like i just mentioned okay for every episode we create like a downloadable summary so think about if you're listening to this podcast right now it would be every question that kevin asked my answers <laughs> summarize so that if i listen to the episode while i was driving i could then go give Kevin my email address, download this executive summary PDF, and oh, I've got cool. all the information there. I don't have to go back and re-listen to the episode. I don't even have to go to the show notes. I've got all this stuff here. We've, that's pretty awesome. I like that. We've taken multiple <laughs> episodes. We combine them into like 3,000 word SEO pages. So if you work with a company like Array, you're generating this SEO content, right? That you have to put on your site and it's tuned and all that sort of stuff. We do that. And we create it from the podcast. We have also started to work with some clients where we take their video, this long form video, Kevin and I have been going for 30 minutes now. Um, <laughs> and we turn that into a five, six minute, seven minute YouTube video. It's a highlight video. It's got this, the nice visuals, a title. It's got links at the end that people can cl click on. And now you're growing your YouTube channel as well. The whole- Which is all searchable too on Google. Yeah, all um, searchable, yeah. second largest search engine. And the whole purpose is that you, the busy lawyer, all you did was sit down for 20 minutes, 30 minutes and record an episode. And then you gave it to someone else and everything else got created. All the Huge. things that you're being told all the time, oh, you need to be active on social media. Have you tried TikTok yet? You gotta you know, jump around and look silly. Well, no, you don't. Like you can create some content <laughs> that's actually helpful that people will search for, discover, like recommend to them in the recommendation algorithm and you'll get all of that and all you had to do was record once you didn't have to do anything else you didn't have to write any blogs you didn't have to have your team i feel like if you work with a company like ours you didn't have to have your team do that they're still paying attention to your actual clients 
maybe they're doing a few other things on social media that are like, you know, hey, let's show you the people in the office office or we went to this event this weekend and hung out with yeah. some people and here's what it was like. Like you can do some other things that don't come from the podcast, but then they have time to do that because everything else is created from this one piece of thing of content that you did. I often get asked by lawyers when I talk about this and I'm like, that sounds like even 30 minutes a week. That sounds like a lot. Well, then I say to them, okay, so for a lot of lawyers, the strategy <laughs> that they we see work really well is, okay, block out two mornings a month and come up with, you know, two to three hour period where you think I want to talk about this topic. I want to talk about this topic and this topic. You sketch out some bullet points of what am I going to talk about? And you hit record and you record two to three episodes. And Dang then right. a couple of weeks later, you do that again. And then maybe one afternoon a month, you're going to record a couple of interviews. And in essentially a day and a half, you've created eight to nine weeks of podcast content. If you do that every month, you're now months ahead. And if like my immigration lawyer, if you have to jump in every once in a while and do that, oh, this changed, we need to let you know about this. You can do that and then do that when you need to, because you're likely having to send out some stuff anyway to let people know about it. But it's easy to develop strategies that allow you to create this content and then start to build that level of trust with potential clients. I think it's awesome. And to a couple verify to verify a few things that we've covered, one of the things you just said, so for like this podcast here, for one, I've had, we're getting close to 300, 300 managing partners. So they all found time to spend 35, 45 minutes with me. Mm -hmm. um, and they're probably been on other shows. So if you can go on other shows, you can definitely do your own easily. Yeah. The other thing is that behind the scenes for this podcast here, we've had to set all this stuff up. We've used automation. We use HubSpot. We use assistance all kinds of stuff. If you've been a guest on my show, or if you're listening to the show, you'll get the emails we send out and stuff like that. And then we put this on all kinds of platforms and LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and, and then we, we use it and repurpose it later. So we kind of had to build that from scratch and we're a marketing company. We have a little bit of a leg up. It's a lot. And, you know, we were able to pull that off and I'm working to improve it as we speak, but as a law firm, you bring on someone like Danny's company, and they do all that back office stuff for you. Or they can do some, or they can do all. So they, he has kind of different levels. But don't think you got to go it alone, or don't let that stop you from doing a podcast. I think it makes sense for every single attorney to, to do that, that's listening right now, because there's just not a lot doing it. So make you stand apart. There's tons of benefits like we've been covering. And so I just, I'm a huge, huge fan of podcasts. And I don't care who you are, what business you're in, they have a place. Yeah. And then the other thing too, uh, is I subscribed to about five or six podcasts you kind of said that mm -hmm. exact number and I listen the way to work 30 minutes and the way home 30 minutes, an hour a day, pretty much. Yeah. So those stats are dead on with me. So mm -hmm. yeah. Any questions you have about the podcast, obviously come to me, go to Danny, connect with him. His contact information you got at on his name right there. Yeah. Or go to animalcitypro.com if you want to connect with him there. Uh, Danny, is there any other way that you'd like people to reach out or ways to connect with you? No, that really is the best way. If you go to emeraldcitypro.com, there's a bunch of buttons on there to schedule a call. And that call is directly with me. So, you know, and I've got, if you're interested in something like this, if you're interested in exploring with it, what I will do is I will send you, you know, in the, once you schedule a call, you'll get a couple of videos that will explain even more about how we work and what we do and, and what costs and all that sort of stuff. Because when you get on a call with me, 
I want to be able to, you know, use your time well, where you get to ask questions, you get all your questions answered, you know what to ask, because I've told you about it. So just go to emeraldcitypro.com and you can schedule a call there. We also have a little quiz at the top so you can find out a little bit more about like where you're at and what you're thinking about in terms of a podcast and, and what you should be thinking about as well. Nice. Well, I love it. Again, I think it's a great opportunity for law firms and attorneys out there to get a show going, uh, find, you know, figure out what they, how they can use it uh, and apply it. And again, reach out to me if you have any, have, uh, any questions as well. To check out this podcast and all the other episodes, we have close to 250 published. We have a backlog as well. We have the newsletter coming out every single week. Just go to thisisarray.com forward slash podcast. And if you need any help with marketing, questions about SEO, podcasting, whatever, reach out to me. I hope you guys think of me as your friend. Connect me on LinkedIn. Email me. Reach out. And I'm happy to help you out. So, Danny, anything else? No, that's it. I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, well, y'all, check out Danny's company. Look at some of the podcasts that they've already done, and hopefully you'll reach out to him. Danny, thanks so much for coming on and share your expertise in this, and look forward to you know collaborating with you more in the future. So, Sounds cool. All right, everyone, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.